Wonder about the future and how you'll be working and learning? Welcome to You in 2042, the future of work, with your host, Danielle Wallace. Welcome to another edition of You in 2042. Today, Nazesh Awesome joins me, and she'll be speaking about what's missing in the future, what's replacing it, and what are the new skills and challenges that you'll need to master in 2042. So, um, Nazesh Asim, I'm from, um, I'm from PwC Canada as a Senior Manager of Strategy and Leadership Learning and Development. And if I give you a hint of where I'm coming from, um, by education, I'm an accountant, but my passion is learning and development and helping people grow and develop. So that made the move probably, I would say, 15 years back, moving from audit to learning and development back in back home in Pakistan. So I was there for six years with PwC Pakistan. And then in my, when I immigrated to Canada in 2010, um, I'm with PwC Canada since 2015 and uh, doing some amazing uh, work at PwC. And I normally say that there's never a dull moment. There's never a repeated day. Lots of opportunities every day. So thank you so much for being with me on today's episode. You know, we've seen so much growth in learning and development. What changes do you think the next 22 years may bring? Uh, Great question, I would say, but definitely a fully loaded one because 22 years is a long time from uh, from now. And considering the change that's happening and the pace of change, the way I see what will happen 22 years down the line is that a lot of the tasks that we do today, they will not exist and will be assisted by robotics to add more value doesn't mean that we will lose jobs or there'll be no opportunities. There will be definitely a trend changing over there. We will have ways to work more intelligently, work more smarter, and even some robots will be outdated by then, which are very active these days, because obviously they'd be replaced with their newer newer versions. We will have more time and space to think, which I think will be amazing. Emerging tech of today will be an old tech of that times. The other shift, hopefully, which I I believe will be there is the business issues will be solved by that time. And we'll be kind of focusing more on solving societal issues using using these technologies and the digital tools. So that's on uh, uh, one piece, which is critical. Another important aspect to remember is that this whole digital and technological change, it will not change the human nature and how we deal with each other, if anything it will improve, will be access to more opportunities. The leadership skill set will evolve further. It will become more important. And using and living our core values will stay at the center of how we use the technology for the good of everything around us. So that's how I see. That's fascinating. I love your counterbalances of the fact that the robots and the emerging tech of today will be outdated, um, which is a startling thought, but so true. And then in its place, really this time and space to think. So being able to solve more society issues and actually having those business issues solved already, that I think is pretty amazing. 
I will also say that there will be probably more business issues evolved because they will go hand in hand parallel. But at least what we see today, hopefully they'll be settled a little bit more by that time. I love it. Um, and so with that, I'd love to just look a bit deeper on what you spoke about in terms of some of the technologies and some of the skills that you mentioned. So can you tell me a bit more that, you know, these the digital skills that are needed or the skills in general that are needed for the future? So the way I see it is probably, I would say, twofold. One is the evidence skills, such as uh, design thinking, storytelling, empathy, creativity, any skill that I feel requires human connection and emotion, that is not going away anywhere. Neither it will be taken away by bots. So make sure that all of us keep upskilling ourselves on that human's element of the skill set. The other, and to me, the most important skill set required will be to be an infinite learner. And when I say infinite learner, what does that mean? That means learning all the time, not seeing learning as an event with a start and an end date, rather embedding it as an unconscious habit in our lives. Being comfortable with uncomfortable, always being curious and asking the why questions, seeking and tackling new challenges, taking responsibility and protecting time to learn. So these, to me, like they, they are become, this is like a very key critical skill um, which people need to adopt in terms of learning, unlearning, relearning all the time. And I think another great way based on my own personal experience in terms of how you learn fast is by teaching others, bringing everyone together in the journey. And the impact of peer and social learning it's far more impactful than our traditional 10% classroom kind of training. That is so cool. That makes me want to be, be yeah. a person in that future world where this idea of being that infinite learner and continuing learning as an unconscious habit in my life and yeah. to just bring others on that journey. I want to do that. And I want to yeah. grow empathy and storytelling and, and the other skills you mentioned. And as far as I know you, Daniel, you're already at that infinite learner. I know you're, you, you're always there out in the hunt of learning new things. But oh, yeah. It's, it's a cool, pretty, uh, pretty cool society picture you're painting. I love it. <laughs> um, so with that, how do you think learning and development can help? Good, very great question. And I think, yes, as learning and development professionals, we have a far more role to play now ever than before. And why I say is a couple of reasons. The whole changing impact we are seeing in the society around us. If you start narrowing down to speaking of any specific organizations, starting with an overall strategy of be it digital, be it leadership skills, be it technical skills, really focusing on that North Star and making sure that that North Star from a learning perspective is aligned to your business needs. And then establishing a learning culture by making it flexible, offering bite-sized learning assets on what you need, when you need basis. And to me, the most important thing, another thing to keep in mind is, again, that human-centered approach, keeping user at the heart of everything we develop as learning solutions, creating a seamless user experience. That is, that is really the key on the ground level. And I also sometimes take it to the next level as a stretch using my business development hat is that 
why can't we co-create learning with our clients? And when I say clients, i.e. our learners, engaging them in the process where possible because they are the end users at the, at the end of the day. Using agile methodology, getting feedback throughout the process and ready to fail fast to learn fast. On the other hand, I think if you speak of learning from a stakeholder perspective, because we just spoke about the user experience and the, the ground level stuff, but if you speak from a strategic perspective, being learning professionals and being trusted advisors to our business and those consultants who business reach out to, these days you really need to be very agile. You need to be ready to pivot to any time. Speaking of that, like recent example, just see the COVID that just twisted everything upside down. And that's where we as learning consultants, I think we were we were some of the few people, we were not the front line, but we were super busy during the summer than others where we pivoted all our learning solutions from in-person to virtual. And not only that, in some instances, we also had to provide additional learning and support from a technology perspective because not everyone was, for example, comfortable or used to of using tools like Zoom or WebEx or Teams, like those kind of things. So it's twofold. Like, and that I think we probably most of our learning consultants I see on LinkedIn and other, they are doing an amazing job in terms of showing that agility and bringing those solutions in a new format really quick for our learners, for our stakeholders. Um, I think that's not going away. We that agility, that change, um, that will definitely stay. Um, for the future as well from a learning professional perspective. So some of these things which we really need to keep our eye on all the time um, as, as an L&D uh, consultant overall. Yeah, that's such a good example as what you mentioned of the agility and being that trusted advisor uh, during the, through the pandemic. And I, I agree those are skills that will continue for learning development to enhance and really to help shape that learning culture. Thank you so much. Your insights are fantastic and I'm excited to be a part of the future world that you've painted with learning and development playing that key role. Thank you so much. Thank you so much Daniel. It was a pleasure having this conversation with you today. Likewise. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you Daniel.